the movie Titanic, minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hi. I'm getting too old for this. Uh, hey, how's it going? We are on minute 121. We are starting hour three of Titanic. Uh, and in this minute, Rose gets off the elevator. So... The uh, starts with the uh, elevator gets to the E deck, uh, and uh, water is like knee high, and the elevator operator wants nothing to do with it. Once again, this is Duff in a social social situation. Yes, well, I mean, I'm gonna go. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sorry, I have to go back up. Bye. I, I don't blame the guy here. No. I feel like he gives ample warning. And also in the situation, he says, come back right away. And then he goes, I'm going back up. (laughs) And then he's hitting the button. He's like, I'm going back up. (laughs) Well, he's got a job to do, which is, I guess, guarding the elevator. Run the elevator. That's right. Also, like, this wasn't a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to see as we move through the week, there's stairs everywhere. (laughs) I feel like she could have taken the stairs. But uh, she takes the elevator down. Guys, you know, nothing to do about it. And so then Rose is on the E-deck. And uh, I did a little bit of research on the E-deck, guys. Uh, It is a lower middle deck. It is the sixth deck from the bottom. Uh, It was one of the earlier decks on Titanic to flood, mostly because of Scotland Road. Now... Scotland Road is a long corridor that ran the entire length of the ship along the port side on E-deck, and it was used by crew and steerage to move from one end of the ship to another. It was sort of like the main thoroughfare. Um, and because uh, of that huge hallway, there was less watertight doors that they can shut. It was one of the first decks to just flood full of water. Yeah, it was rather labyrinth-like as I've been led to believe by James Cameron in the commentary. So when Rose watches the elevator go up with the elevator operator, when he bails it, I'm going up, I'm going (laughs) up. Uh, I think this is really important when she looks back at it. And the reason I think so is, is this the first time in her life she's acted on her own? You know what I mean? Like there's no one with her. She's by herself. She's she's making this like well when she goes back to Jack when Jack's brooding. Yeah, but I mean like that's just like she opens the door and went out. Like this is like a big like to do. I mean I, yeah. I know what you're saying, but like this is like her being like, I'm I don't need anyone's help. I, I you know what I mean? Like I'm just going to find him and that's it, and I don't care what happens and Well yeah, you know, she's she's told off Cal and Ruth and in the elevator operator and for for all she knows you know maybe she'll never see Cal and Ruth again so yeah this I I agree it's very symbolic um that it's just her she has to solve this problem on her own 
Yeah. Got to be got to be a big girl. Yeah, it's her uh, agency. It's her decision to do this and help out Jack. So this might be a good jumping off point to talk about uh, the question of uh, damsels in distress in that situation being reversed. Okay. Yeah. So I teased this last week. I guess we ended up teasing it. Can you think of any other films where this situation, the classic woman in peril, damsel in distress, whatever you want to call it, is reversed? And a man is somehow, you know, held hostage, uh, tied up, and has to be saved. I think that's like that. I think that's the key point that second thing you said because the question isn't can you think of like heroines in movies because like ripley from alien and aliens clearly is but like i don't think an alien or an aliens she actually saves a man's life you know what i mean like she saves like i think newt right which is a little girl and she tries to like be a voice of reason and do things but like she's more of a survivor than anything else we're like the i've really struggled to think of a movie and I, I, I have one that I think for sure hits that, but like where it's a woman, you know, saving a man who's in trouble and yeah, successfully and, doing so. And I think with uh, Ripley and Alien and Aliens, and I, uh, I've i honestly never seen all of Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, so I, maybe those have it, but yeah in those it's more about the situation in general and she's helping everyone equally um like in the first alien she's not really saving there's there's not like a man tied up or there's not a man trapped yeah um well she does save jones the cat yeah that's there's i guess true um i I can think of one example and maybe it's the one you thought of uh the the only one that comes close, I think, is The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that's not the um, one I thought of. And, and I don't know. And well, I don't even, okay, sorry. I'll let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know if it's in the same league because it happens so quick. I'm thinking of the end when Luke's hanging off the, the weather vane looking thing. Sure. Uh, and he calls to Leia. Um it fe- I, I maybe I could articulate this better, but it feels different. It does it's, feel different. It's in that ballpark, but still not quite the same. Because really, her the Jedi. Oh and, yeah. And that. Uh, yeah, I guess. So Star Wars in general is better at that. What do you mean? What part of Return of the Jedi are you thinking that that Leia that, saves Han from being frozen in the carbonite? She infiltrates Jabba's palace. Oh, that's true. They have that that incredible master plan, <laughs> the Jabba's palace plan that they. <laughs> yeah, that is inter- It's interesting. I also didn't think of that when I thought of Empire Strikes Back. That's because yeah, it was Boosh who did it, not Leia. Yeah. Might be a podcast all, ban. And it was um, all Luke's weird master plan. I will say the one I thought of was Hunger Games. Yeah, me yeah. too. I have that written down. That that's a good one. Um, maybe I think this is something worth. Uh, a lot of this week is is Rose uh running through hallways to save Jack. But like, I have more movies, by the way. Okay, I was just say I didn't know if we want to like do them all today or maybe like keep thinking about this well, let's, uh, each day. Uh, let's, Sleep on it. Let's dole them out throughout the week. Okay, let's do that because. Um, I might need nah, to think about it's it. It's today or nothing for me. But <laughs> if you guys want to do that, that's fine. Well, are, you, are, you, are you dying? 
I just don't feel like talking about it tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Joe. I'll just, I'll just record it after right. we're done with this, and then you guys can add the MP3 of me into tomorrow's episode. Okay. We'll we'll find we'll find a space there where you're not saying anything else in tomorrow's episode to to put it in there. <laughs> yeah, that's probably gonna be most of it. Um, the uh, back in the master at arms, uh, water's coming in and uh, and Jack gets on top of the desk and I'm guessing that water would be very cold. That 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 ocean water from the North Atlantic you would think would be like. Like, wouldn't it be near freezing? Like, isn't this is the same water that would be outside? It's not any warmer, right? Am I an idiot? Uh, yeah, I also thought about that. I mean, I think I'm just going back to what he said earlier about the, you know, when he talks about trying to convince her not to kill herself, and he says the water's freezing or just a few degrees above. Yeah. Okay. So it's probably about as cold as it can be without freezing. I mean, it's gradually going to, if the heaters are still working on the ship, which I would assume they're going to go out soon if they didn't already, that'll heat up a little bit. But I mean, that water's only been in the ship for, when they hit the furnaces below deck, that probably would warm them up quite a bit, but not enough for this massive volume of water. Because, yeah, uh, Jack... It seems much more bothered by the cold, uh, and I—that's like a, a recurring thing I found out, like looking into this movie. How Kate Winslet like had to do all these water scenes. I mean, you know, this whole week she's full of water, like in with water, and 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 uh, Jack or Leonardo DiCaprio was just like, and she and Kate Winslet actually talks about in the commentary is just uh, was just a huge baby about the water like was just like could not deal with the cold water and would complain incessantly about it so typical man typical guy um and then jack is looking sorry rose is looking for jack calling his name uh the drinking game continues uh yeah so i started uh keeping track of just how often this is because in this this week in general it's it stands out a lot um so have you know have, as i was going along and decided we'll have a good old-fashioned uh rose off uh jack off if you will oh god <laughs> go on <laughs> so uh how many times do you think uh jack is said and how many times do you think rose is said um it's a lot more jacks than roses on this one uh i'm gonna say there's said a total of seven times okay the the combined you're asking or just just you can do whatever you want all together or break it down by Uh, name combined i would guess 17. <laughs> uh, Rob is closer. Yes. Uh, there are two roses and six jacks. At uh, least it, be, it makes... must be tomorrow's minute that there's a lot more. Yeah. At least it makes sense here. It does make sense here. I, this... I, I felt a little bad picking on it here, but I won't feel bad tomorrow and <laughs> the other days. Yeah. Um, I like how in the hallway when they're calling names, there's just a giant, like, hefty garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in, 
feel like I'm just this idea of like, ah, forget it. Let's leave it. But it's packed. Just leave it. You don't need those socks. <laughs> socks that maybe eels. The eels. It's just a hefty bag full of live eels. <laughs> <laughs> and worms that are in old Rose's brain. Oh, my God. Um, when uh, The moment when Jack first hears Rose and he, like, stops and then he hears it again, I like that moment. Yeah, it's well done. Because um, he's got to be thinking, like, what? No. There is no way I just heard her. I've got to be, like, you know. Am I, am I hallucinating from hypothermia? Because, like, he can't. Like, I don't think... I don't think this is something Jack expected, right? Like, I can't imagine he was like, oh, maybe Rose will come back and get me. Uh, pretty sure that was not his first thought. Yeah, he's probably like, maybe Fabrizio, too bad he doesn't like me anymore. Yeah, too bad I spent this entire trip being mean to Fabrizio. Maybe he would wonder where I was. <laughs> it's Cora who comes back and saves him. Um, <laughs> well, she's mad, and, too, because uh, he threw her away for rose in the party oh that's right he said jack's past sins come back to haunt him (laughs) uh and then uh the lights start to flicker off um that's sort of the uh the end of this minute there's a lot more i think i think tomorrow there's a lot more darkness to deal with or maybe it's uh maybe it's late someday this week there's a lot of uh darkness that's happening inside these so that's all i have for this a lot of darkness every day man Uh, Do either of you have anything else before we do Google Group Monday? Nope. Google Group Monday. It's Monday. What's on Google? Google Group. (laughs) Want to be part of a group? Google Group. All right. right. So Google Group Monday. This is January 21st, 1999. Uh, PCS girl. Um, I have no idea what... <laughs> I thought you were going to say PCU girl for a second. <laughs> Big fan of that movie. Isn't that a cell phone company? PCS? Wireless? Uh, maybe. Maybe, they, maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> Talk to them, yeah, Joe. It, anyway, PCS girl. Hi, all. When we can We've do all seen the movie. We have seen Rose run through waist-deep water, swim and roll through various rapids as the ship was flooding, try her darndest to outrun a rush of water cascading through a door, scratch and claw her way up the 90-degree angle of the sinking Titanic, and ultimately plunge into the sea, being sucked down God knows how far by suction. Then she climbs onto floating driftwood. Wow. But that's not why I'm in awe. I'm in awe because she manages to do this with three or four inch heels on. (laughs) Now, ladies, tell me, is that possible? I have been known to do my share of running and dancing, etc. in some pretty high heeled shoes. But this is ridiculous. Ha ha. I noticed when they do the overhead shot of Rose on the driftwood singing Come Josephine in My Flying Machine at the end that those pretty white lace shoes are still intact on her feet. Now, I know this movie was written by a man. Ha ha. Anyway, that's just my twisted thought. Well, we, we know someone who says otherwise. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's just my twisted thought for the day. Have a good one, Casey. 
so I never thought this. She's I always assumed she was like not wearing shoes here. I guess I, I've never I've never no, looked I at never, her feet. Never noticed. Uh, oh, by the way, the the title of this thread was Rose's superhuman ability. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, we got it. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to be on shoe watch. I think the rest of this movie to see yeah. uh, what she's got on her on her feet here. Uh, oh, in, in typical uh, male fashion, this guy who goes by Wolf. Oh, Wolf says, "I think you need a life. It's just a movie." Wolf. Oh, thanks, Wolf. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoe watch. We're gonna keep an eye on, on the feet. Tarantino uh, would. We would know if this is a Tarantino movie. What she had on her feet. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Uh, wasn't this the Chris big... Chris is going to start listening to our podcast now. <laughs> wasn't <And> Rex this... Ryan. <laughs> wasn't this the, the big gripe, one of the big gripes about Jurassic World, that uh, the woman had yeah. to do everything in high heels? I yeah, forget. I noticed that when I saw that movie. I forget her character's name, but uh, uh, what's Ron Howard's daughter? Well, I can't remember her name. Bryce? Bryce Dallas Howard? Bryce Dallas Howard is out it. God, that movie sucks. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like it's top five all time or something domestic box office. It made a very large amount of money. And the new one looks like like a made-for-TV original Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, al- it, uh, it's always a, a sign of good judgment when you hire an actor known for his charm and humor and then don't give him anything to be humorous or charming about. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you guys have anything else on uh, on Minute 121? Nope. Thanks right. for taking us on that journey to the past. Mm-hmm. As always. Uh, we will be back. Uh, actually, listeners, you should... What should they do today? They should uh, go to uh, join the Facebook group, Titanic Minute Steerage. You can join it by just looking up Titanic Minute Steerage on Facebook or going to titanicminute.com slash steerage, which will redirect you there. Uh, it is – steerage is – there. I mean, we're recording this ahead of time, so this is going to be old. But there are some stuff that happened today uh, on steerage, which is maybe the happiest I've ever been on social media. Uh, so, <laughs> like <laughs> – <laughs> it was incredible and absurd, and you should be part of it if you're listening to the show. And with that, we will be back uh, tomorrow with Minute 122. <laughs>